This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Brandon C. Brandon is the owner of Sharpen Clicks Digital Marketing. He specializes in SEM and social media advertising. He is a devoted Christian and minister in Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Roman. It's a pleasure. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get into the digital space and some of the stuff along the way? Yes, well, uh, I grew up doing music. Um, I started when I was 16. I was very interested in recording, and uh, that led to me wanting to you know, promote myself. So, so I was trying to figure out ways to promote myself. Um, years later, I'll fast forward so I don't stretch this out. It was a lot of ups and downs during that time, but I joined the military at 18. I continued to seek my music career, uh, then I invested in a bunch of videographers, photographers, and once I gathered this content, I was just researching ways to get my message across or brand myself. And so I would find different blogs, different websites and things like that to upload my music. Uh, then I wanted to keep everything in house. I purchased a, uh, what was it, a Canon 70D and I started shooting my own music videos. Uh, then I began to upload everything on YouTube and uh, just, just started getting into the whole marketing thing when I started marketing myself. Um, and then uh, uh, after I got my camera, people started wanting pictures like my mom's friends and people at her salon and people started knowing me as the uh, photographer. So now I have another business I need to market and get the word out there. So I tried Facebook, Instagram. Uh, and then, uh, you know, when you start looking into these things, you get advertisements from uh, these gurus out here. Uh, one guy, uh, he, he's a good guy, Jason Steen. I ran across him and his content. He spoke about, Facebook advertising, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, PPC. And I really dug deep and started learning these things. And, uh, and at the beginning of his course, he mentioned to go ahead and get your LLC. So I got my LLC, Sharpen Clicks, uh, started retaining clients, starting with friends, working with their SEO presence. And uh, then I just started running Facebook ads and uh, Starting getting more clients, more courses, uh, and just sharpening my skills from there. And now I'm, I'm running my own agency. I'm freelancing, and I just took on a role as the SEO SEM manager for a big healthcare company, uh, a nationwide healthcare company. So, and I'm working from home with that. So it's just like I'm freelancing for <laughs> for them as well. But I'm enjoying it. Yeah, that's the best. I mean, like, obviously, we spoke last week in terms of kind of my pivot, and I just stumbled upon digital marketing. And it interests me, interested me in the sense that it's an ever changing field. So it's not like you learn, you know, you do construction, you hammer the nail, there's only really one way to do it. It's mm -hmm. an ever changing field. And if you want to really stay kind of alert, 
and continue on learning is definitely a field that you need to do that or you're going to be irrelevant. I mean, I ran into people where they still do things that were like five, 10 years ago, like, you know, sound strategies. And at this point, they're a little sketchier, don't work anymore, aren't necessarily tactical. So it's definitely a field that if you enjoy learning and you enjoy growing in that sense, on new things, new technologies and new platforms always kind of pop up over time. Exactly, exactly. And just to piggyback off, you said people uh, had skills that were profitable uh, previously. And I know people like that as well. And they get stuck and never learn anything else. They were like a one trick pony. And it's just sad, but they're they're very knowledgeable about what they do know. But I think the keys to success is continually learning because digital marketing, marketing is continually changing. Yeah. And I think, I think in any career, I think you need to stay sharp. And just in life, I think waking up a better person or a more complete person or more well-rounded person or better than you were in, in one way or another than you were the previous day, I think is important in terms of kind of growth and just staying sharp and just being the best individual you can be. Yeah. Cause no one stays the same. You're either uh, progressing or degressing. So you, you never stay the same. Yeah. Interests change also. So obviously you're doing digital marketing now. You may basically pivot into something else. Obviously you have a podcast as well. Maybe you start marketing for podcast or get a role with, you know, a podcast network. So I think different things you try kind of on the side, also open doors and just build your skill set and build kind of your network as well. Most definitely. I agree with that. And uh, interest of mine right now is uh, real estate investing, actually. And that's something I want to take on. Uh, but that's just more of an investment plan, cash flow plan, along with uh, what I'm doing right now. So, and yes, my podcast, I, I just want to build awareness about marketing, give uh, other marketers such as ourselves uh, strategies, stay relevant and just, just other things as well. I know I had a wholesale guy on there. He wholesales real estate and um, he flips property. So I had him on there to bring awareness uh, in that industry because that's something that interests, is, interests me as well. So yeah, yeah. I'm constantly pivoting, constantly pivoting and learning. Yeah. Eventually I want to buy a hundred unit apartment complex. Like that's my goal in terms of real estate. And obviously somewhere down south because like um, uh, renter uh, rights are a little bit more favorable and they're more on the renter side, not the person obviously renting the property because up here, up in, uh, you know, the northeast, once somebody is in, it's like a battle to evict them or they they basically control uh, the leverage in that kind of relationship or that obviously contract. So it's tough and properties are more expensive, but yeah, I'm definitely interested kind of in that as well. Well, we most definitely need to talk after the show, Roman. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. what currently motivates you to succeed? I know obviously that may have changed over time. Obviously you're married now, you know, I don't know if you were supposed to say anything last week. Obviously you're <laughs> expecting, yeah. but um, what currently motivates you to succeed? Well, you hit the head on the nail right there. Just my wife. And yes, I'm expecting I have a child on the way. She's about 10 weeks, 11 weeks pregnant. And so she wants to uh, tell everyone in about a couple of more weeks. So I I was a little ahead of the uh, the news station right there. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, that was, that's what motivates me. And 
just want I want to be a great husband. I want to be a great father. You know, I come from, you know, my dad was great, but he, you know, he did a lot of cursing, drinking, uh, disrespecting people. But he was a loving guy. He was a caring guy. And so I just want to be uh, the man he would want me to be. So uh, he passed away in 2016. And uh, I, my wife, my mom is uh, widowed and I have a younger sister out here. So I, I want to be that encourager, uh, that person they can look up to. And I could be a, some, something that my dad was, but he's not here anymore. I'd be that pillar for them as well as, as well as my immediate household family. So that's what drives me. And, you know, that's, that's basically it. That's my why. Yeah, I think it's important. And I think like not only like obviously your immediate circle, your family, obviously your future growing family, but you hear athletes and people that have, you know, notoriety often say, you know, I don't want to be a role model like that. I don't want to be that. But like it kind of comes with with the territory just because you don't want to be that you really need to step up. And obviously there aren't a lot of positive role models in sports or in music and stuff like that. So I think everyone has that obviously opportunity and their responsibility to be that within their immediate circle and an immediate community and really try to make a change kind of grassroots from the ground up. Most definitely. And someone told me a while ago that if you just settle, I mean, it's kind of being selfish, you know, you kind of holding back what God has given you for the world uh, to be that, per- be the best person you can be, you know, you could be happy with what you're doing and, just watch TV all day, play games all day, Call of Duty Warfare. I'm struggling with that a little bit, but I manage it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you, you want to really be the best person you can be in life. Because life is serious. I mean, seconds are going by all the time. And so we can't get that back. And before you know it, you'll be whatever age and just not really accomplished and haven't really accomplished anything. So, I'm constantly aware of that. I'm constantly uh, listening to motivational podcasts such as yours and uh, getting around individuals such as yourself that has overcome things and have a roadmap to uh, constantly improving themselves. So I I constantly absorb that kind of content in my life. I don't even listen to music anymore. anymore. It's constantly listening to podcasts. Uh, something pertaining to uh, marketing or something motivational. Yeah, I agree. I, I was actually, I was going to pick up the kids today to a daycare and you had our episode on iTunes and everywhere else. So I had it connected to my phone because I like to listen to my interviews after the fact and the interviews I lost uh, launched on my show in terms of improving on how to deliver information as a guest and then how to be a better host as well. Yeah, that's 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 exactly what I do. You know, um, just seeing the format, how those guys are, you know, especially with co-hosts and things like that, how they're bouncing back and forth off of each other, how they give out good information, then they're entertaining as well. So it's an art to it. Um, It's an art to the entire thing. You have the video like such as what we're doing right now and the audio. You want that to be crisp and uh distributed correctly and marketed correctly so it's an art to to the entire process 
Yeah, my, my when my wife gets in the car and she hears me on the episode, she thinks I'm a narcissist that I'm just doing it just to hear my own voice. But I, I keep telling her that I just try to improve on how I deliver information, how I you know come off in terms of uh, you know my attitude, my attitude, and just like my mood and my energy. If I need to get my energy up, if I have any stop words, things like that. So just kind of constantly improve and just deliver like the best person that I can be in terms of the how I portray myself and what information I give to the rest of the world. And you do a wonderful job. I got a lot of compliments uh, about our episode that we recorded about a week ago. So that everyone enjoyed it. You have a uh, powerful message, powerful message that people didn't, people enjoyed on my show. Thank you. Yeah. And that's important also. I think everyone has a message to share. Obviously, some people are reluctant about sharing it. They think their message or what they've been through, what they're currently doing isn't as important as stories they see out there. And I think there's at least one person either going through something like that or can learn from the situation that you're in currently. So I, I always encourage people, if they're introverted, extroverted, if they haven't been on any podcast to really at least give it a chance to really get your message across and really show who you are as a person to, you know, attract, if you are attracting clients or business, but have that as a secondary goal, but really show who you are to really connect to the audience. Yeah. And I, I I'm guess I'm guilty of thinking that since I know it, since I've been through it, you know, uh, people don't really need to hear it, but there's people that really will, um, be attracted to what you're saying. They'll, they'll really, that your message will resonate with them uh, because you maybe, maybe you've learned something or overcome something that they're going through right now. And it may be second nature to you, something that's, you know, nothing to you, but people are really struggling with those things. So, I mean, it, it doesn't matter how small or big it is, you know, you want to tell your story, get, that message out there because it can really help somebody out. And that's what I want to do. And uh, As a Christian, I want to be able to uh, spread good news, spread positivity in whatever area, whatever it may be. So I, I'm loving my podcast. I love doing this. I love the conversation. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I think it's important to really surround yourself with like-minded people. I think, uh, you know, we talked about briefly, I'm a Christian, you know, I'm saved, I'm a Christian, you know, I believe Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, and I think Jesus Christ saved, you know, your religion doesn't save because it's an institution, your personal relationship with God does, and I've been, like, really searching in terms of all this stuff going on, like, all these documentaries out of the shadows and all these crazy things, which I wasn't even aware in uh, in media, all these subliminal messages in terms of pushing you like cult messages, satanic messages, and you don't even know. So it's like opening up my eyes. So I think it's important to really surround yourself with like-minded people because eventually that kind of spiritual warfare and all that other stuff really will get to you and kind of break you down. Oh, don't get me started, Roman. <laughs> don't get me started. It's a lot to it. You know, um, I know that, like you said, it's about that uh, personal relationship because people get confused thinking that on Sunday you're going to church, but it's really, you're going to worship. We're the church, you know, you're a believer. I'm a believer. We're the church. You know, we can pray, worship together and uh, celebrate God right here, you know? 
So it's really you're going to going to worship and and it's a lot of stuff in the media that, you know, I've had like that awakening moment when I was in the military with uh, different organizations like uh, what are they? The uh, secret societies and stuff. I'm not going to name them. I don't want them coming after me, but all of them out there, you know, they had their meetings and just seeing all the little things going on in the, the media and seeing the big picture. So I just lean on the Lord, even with this COVID-19, any, anything thrown at you in the world, I just choose to lean on the Lord and uh, not be oblivious, oblivious to everything, but to help out where I can, but I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to be scared. I'm not going to stress because I know that the vic- guys already won the victory. Like it's a storybook and you know, the ending, <laughs> you know, and it's like, as long as you're in Christ, you you've won. So I, I just stay in the Lord and in everything I do. So that that's been my peace and my comfort. Yeah. And I think, like you said, like the, the people themselves are kind of like the body of the Christ or the church, that building. I mean, you have gang members, mafia members, you know, drug cartel people going to you uh, to service on Sunday and walk out of service and just starting start shooting each other. So just yeah. because you go to church, it's one of those things that and I think a lot of people have like the misconception about doing good deeds and having like a positive tally that that will get them into heaven. And there's a lot of like, you know, the prosperity doctor and there's a lot of stuff out there that just like leads people in directions they, you know, they shouldn't be focused on. Exactly. Exactly. And it's about the relationship with Christ. He knows your heart. He knows if you're a member of the church, because like you say, you could be crooked as everything and <laughs> act like, you know, like per, some preachers out here, you know, you hear those stories, but we're not going to get into all that. But it's I mean, it's really about your relationship, your heart. and We are the church. Uh, it's not the building. Yeah, I agree. So what's one thing you may have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? Yes, uh, a weakness of mine. It was, and I'm going to be transparent because someone may be going through the same thing, is I would, you know, try to be someone I wasn't. I would try to mimic people that I thought were cool, I would try to mimic people that I thought were uh, getting all the girls and I would just, you know, try to take take on their swag or their persona uh, and not really realizing it. But that's what I was doing. Um, And it just led to a lot of destruction, a lot of uh, bad things, you know, messing around and doing things I wasn't supposed to do with alcohol because I would take it to another level. I would take it, take it too far. But now I turned that around. The stuff that I mimic is positivity. (laughs) Instead of trying to mimic what's negative, I mimic what is positive. So uh, that helps me when I'm looking at these uh, instructors on YouTube, when I'm looking at leaders in the church or leaders around me. Uh, I just want to take on their attributes. And I'm so used to doing that. And I was doing it in a negative way that I can do that in a positive way and, and still be myself. Uh, not really going, getting out of character, you know, learning how to use that 
in a positive way, if that makes sense. <laughs> you know, it's deep. I never really thought about it like that, but putting it all together, I mean, that's that's what I turned around that it's my superpower, being able to retain information and mimic. You know, it's kind of like uh, if you want to learn how to do something, it's best to find a mentor because the the path is already set out here. It's just you have to be determined and disciplined to be able to uh, walk that path. You know, you don't have to recreate the wheel. So I just find positive, positive mentors such as the main one is Jesus trying to what would Jesus do? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much my superpower right there. Yeah, and I think it's important to kind of uh, focus on your own lane and really understand what you see on TV, the news, social media. It's just, uh, you know, a superficial kind of lens. Even that, like, let's say social media, it's just you see successes. You don't necessarily see the struggles. And a lot of that, it's artificial. You know, all those people were struggling with something. A lot of the time you see, you know, cars, you see houses, you see other things. That's not even theirs. It's either rented or they do a shoot. So there's a lot of people that kind of front in that way, or even like you said, in the information space and kind of like thought leadership, there's a lot of gurus that lead people astray, like, you know, false prophets, if you will, to buy their course, spend $3,000, quit your job today, and you're going to make millions. And there's a lot of desperate people today, especially obviously with COVID and the global economy and everything going on. And they, there is no get rich quick thing. You have to work hard. And, you know, it's a shame that people fall for stuff like that and they're vulnerable and, you know, people prey on vulnerability like that. Oh, man, Roman, I, like I've been scammed by these gurus, just this one in particular. I'm not going to name any names, but man, out of two thousand dollars, like, you know, I I'll tell you a story. Um, you heard of ClickFunnels? I know you have. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I went to the conference here in Nashville um, and it was a guy there. He was smart. He knew everything to say. He uh, had the Rolex, uh, the Gucci on, you know, had his Instagram showing pictures of his uh, BMW, the butterfly doors, all this. And he posted on Facebook saying that he needed a videographer. Is, is there a videographer in the area? And my background is videography. So I was like, yeah, I can do some video for you. So uh, I started doing video for him, started putting together his course. Uh, thought we was establishing some sort of friendship. Uh, yet later, to, he, he would always act like he lost his wallet or something and asked me to like to send a cash app, five, ten dollars here and there. I guess he was leading up to the mega blow. So I helped him out with something and a customer was unhappy, asked for a refund. Long story short, the refund came out of my account. Uh, I asked him to pay it back. He never paid it back. So, it, I mean, you got to watch out. Saying all that just to say, watch out for these people, man. There's some sharks out here like, you know, I'm from Nashville. I mean, I've been, I was in the military. I knew people from all over the world, but man, this, this guy got me, man. He got me, came out of California, but he has a, you, you got to do your research on people. People are changing their names out here. I mean, you really have to have some discernment when it comes to these people, because you can get messed over 
quickly and be honest. If you're out here, all you marketers out there, be honest <laughs> or your salesmen or whatever you're doing, man. We need more honest people because people work hard for their money. You don't know what the next person is going through. I mean, that's you're not going to go anywhere scamming people. That's that's not going to take you anywhere. So I just wanted to put that out there at the event. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, there's a lot of people that, um, you know, in the last few years want to be in their course or be part of their, you know, whole business opportunity. And I've seen like articles, they've been like internationally locked up from, you know, stealing millions and then using those millions to not invest and do all these real estate investments and build up all these properties, but like live, live lavish lifestyles. And some of these people invested, you know, six figures, you know, life savings with these people. And it's just like, you can't do that. I mean, it's 2020. You have that kind of good nature. I mean, I, I have that kind of like want to help everyone and want to trust everybody, you know, but you need kind of like a, you know, thick skin and really take time or step back and really look at the situation. Does this sound a little fishy? Is something off there? Because if you get that kind of feeling in your gut, usually something is off. Yeah. Yeah. And my wife felt it. It's funny. My wife felt it about him. Her friends felt it about him. I said, no, he's all right. He's good. Got me out here looking crazy. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of stories like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just wanted to put that out there, man. Sorry if I was venting too much, but <laughs> no, I mean I'm sure obviously it's a it's a it's a genuine story, and I'm sure a lot of people have experienced that kind of you know situation that's happened to them as well. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. <sighs> so, what's one piece of advice you can leave with the audience, personal or professional? One piece of advice um, I would say to just to go back and say, be yourself, uh, be, be humble. Just, just be a human. I mean, thinking about people, how they front, how they put up this persona and it eats them alive. Like it's too much work to try to pretend all the time. It has to be, it has to be exhausting. I mean, just, I mean, if you don't have it, you don't have it. Don't act like you have it. Just stay working. I mean, if you have it, I mean, I don't know, but just be yourself, be yourself. That's, that's the main thing. The main thing that I think that takes people a long way. And it really helps you reflect on your own character because once you take a look in the mirror, you can say, okay, I have a little jealousy in my heart or I am maybe I'm not as personable as I could be. You don't see any of those things when you're out here just living um, a double life or not being yourself. You're you're really you really don't get to uh, experience a life changing and transformation of growth. You'll never experience that. You'll be stuck messed up living that you know lifestyle that you're pretending to live so just be yourself that's that's my main advice yeah i agree and i think you know strengths weaknesses flaws i mean it makes everyone human and what they've been through the situations the struggles and i think it's important to show who you are and who you are now i know i have a lot of people sometimes come on the show or you know i go on a show and the host like going doing a little background research 
they're portraying who they want to be in 5, 10, 15, 20 years, not necessarily who they are. And it's not necessarily that something is bad or anything wrong with them. They're just, you know, kind of hyping up who they actually are, be, being their own hype man, and yeah. really kind of, you know, doing it to the level where it's like, you're, you're not there yet. So eventually, if somebody wants to collaborate with you and work with you or, you know, have anything to do with you, they'll do a little research. And in 2020, I mean, you Google somebody's name and you're going to have all that. And when you start connecting the dots, when things don't make sense, you're only going to look, you know, not professional, not yourself and, you know, kind of lose that credibility. Exactly. Exactly. You only, that's why I said it's too much work to try to, you know, be someone else. <laughs> it's too much work. You have to keep trying to cover your tracks. You got to keep changing your name. You got to keep moving a city to city because you get a bad name. I mean, it's, it's not worth it, man. It's not, especially if you're in business. Oh my goodness. In your personal life, you might think you're getting away with it, but in business, it will show itself <laughs> most definitely. So. Yeah, I agree. And once you kind of ruin your reputation, it's going to take forever to kind of, you know, it takes like a second to ruin it. And then it takes forever to kind of build it back up. Most definitely. Most definitely. And I had to learn all that from, you know, people doing bad things to me. So Oh, there's some what wisdom <laughs> in those words. So, yeah, just be authentic, man. Be authentic. I agree. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? Yes. Uh, if you're looking for marketing or anything like that, uh, check out sharpenclicks.com. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Coach C. You spell C-S-E-A-Y underscore. So Coach C underscore. And on Facebook at Brandon S-E-A-Y. So that's where you can find me and check out my podcast. The links will be in sharpenclicks.com. It's called The Brand Dome Zone. And I appreciate you having me on, Roman. Awesome. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.